Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. I'm really excited about today's guest. We are joined by Sarah Massey, and we're talking VIP days, which I love. I think are perfect for introverts, especially ones where you don't have to be on all day with the client and can still deliver your amazing results and save your energy and your time and still make more money. So welcome. I'm so excited you're here. Hey, Tara, thank you so much for having me. And I completely agree that this business model is like the perfect thing for introverts who just kind of want to work behind their desk all day. Yeah, I I personally love VIPDs as a client and as somebody who does them. So on both sides, they're just, they're such an incredible type of offer. So tell us a little bit more about you and your story. And just in case anyone isn't familiar with you who's listening. Yeah, so I actually started my online business back in 2005, which I really feel like is dating myself at this point. And I did it as a way, you know, I was I was in corporate and I was just looking for a way to work from home. I had a newborn at the time and just didn't like having to go into the office every day. So I was like, I need to figure out a way to work from home. And so I quit my job in uh, early 2005 and tried a whole bunch of different things, different like business models, things like I had an online shop, I had an Etsy store, I sold on eBay. It was a lot of like e-com for a while because there wasn't really much in the world of digital marketing back then. It was just blogging or e-com. And so I did a little bit of both of those things. But eventually what I realized after doing that for a handful of years, about five years to be exact, was that I kept like starting and stopping different businesses because I loved all of the things that that you had to do to bring a business to life, but I hated actually running the business once it was up and running. And so what I realized, I was like, oh, well, I love, you know, bringing brands and websites to life. Like that was the most fun part for me. And then I would quickly get bored and turn to like the next, you know, shiny object. And so I was like, I just need to start doing this for other people. And then I can just create brands and websites all day long. And I don't have to worry about running these businesses. And so that's exactly what I did. I pivoted to becoming a self-taught designer, mostly starting with graphic design and then leading into brand design. And then finally into web design from about 2010 to 2012. And I built up a pretty good established design business doing, you know, solopreneur freelance style type work for clients all over the world. And, you know, looking in from the outside, everything looked great. And you would think that everything was really going well in my business. And it was, except for the fact that I was working all the time. Like I had so many clients and I was working seven days a week constantly chasing deadlines, chasing clients, chasing payments. And I, at this point, by 2012, I had had my fourth child. So I had four 
small children during those years and just was completely burnt out. And so I discovered the, well, I guess I, I don't, I didn't really discover it. I kind of, it came to my brain in 2018 that I should try a more simplified approach to, um, you know, prospecting and, and pitching my clients. And so one day, you know, just in the midst of all the client work and, and, you know, being a mom and doing all of that stuff, I had a, an old client come back to me asking me for like a handful of design updates that she wanted done on her website and in her branding. And so I was like, how about you just pay me for a day and I'll get all of it done for you. And she loved the idea. I like, we did it the next week. It was seriously the most fun I had had in my business in that entire like 12 years of, or however many years it was at that point, I think it was 12 or 13 years. And it was just so much fun. And I knew I wanted to do more like that. And that was in 2018. And so pretty much since then, I've been, I pivoted to uh, becoming known for VIP days and day rates in my design business. And then after that, becoming known for teaching this model. So that's kind of how we got to where we are today. I love that. I love how, you know, you talk about simplifying too. I think that's so important, especially particularly for all entrepreneurs, but especially introverts where we really need to manage our energy. I think day rates and VIP days are absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yes. They, I, it's one of those things. And I don't know if you experience this as well, but when I'm doing a VIP day, it's a, it's a lot of energy exertion during that day because you are just like focused on getting done what you're trying to get done for the day. And so you exert a lot, but you're kind of doing it by yourself. You're in your own, you know, your own cozy workspace. So you're, you're like surrounded by your own comforts doing work that you love. And so, yes, it's, it's draining, but it's also like this rush of like this really, like, I don't know, it's this crazy energy that you get from getting to do the work that you love in an environment that is really cozy and comfortable for yourself. And then knowing that when you're done, you're done and you don't have to deal with that project or that client on an ongoing basis. So I don't know. It's just for me as an introvert, like I found it to be the best way to work. Yeah. And I, I think I there's some misconceptions around VIP days because I think a lot of times we think, oh, we have to be on with the client all day. And that's so not true. Yes, 100%. For anyone listening, so just to go back to the beginning about maybe talk a little bit more about like what VIP days are and what they're not for for anyone who's unfamiliar with VIP days or is, this is their first introduction to them. Yeah. Okay. So it can be, oh, it's kind of a handful of different things. So VIP days, day rates and intensives. So three different terms, but in my mind, they're all generally the same thing where the client is paying you for one day of your time to get done whatever it is that you know they need done or whatever it is that you specialize in. And they're paying you a premium rate for one day as opposed to paying you to have that same work spread out over six weeks, eight weeks, whatever like a, a typical timeline might look like for a project. So they're paying you a premium to get it done in a day. And you could refer to it as a VIP day, a day rate, or, or an intensive. And you can be doing it 
100% virtually where like you and I have just talked about where you're literally just doing the work behind the scenes and you're not in contact with the client other than via a chat message, like a messenger tool where you're sharing things that you're working on, whether that's like Voxer or Slack or messenger or whatever, or WhatsApp or whatever, or you could be doing it virtually like on Zoom where you and the client are actually face-to-face working on something kind of together, almost like a done with you VIP day. And that's like more for like consultants and strategists and that kind of type of offer. Or there are people that do in-person luxury high-end VIP days or VIP experiences where you're together with the client accomplishing one main goal. So it can be, like I said, it can be 100% virtual. It can be virtual like on Zoom or it can be in-person and you can call it a number of things. And also the other thing I want to point out is that it could, it doesn't have to be just It doesn't have to be like an eight-hour day. It could be a half day. It could be some people do their VIP day over a 24-hour period. And then some people have found that that it feels a little bit too intense for them. So they have taken this model and adapted it to their needs and made it, turned it into more of a VIP week where they dedicate themselves to one client for one week as opposed to one day or stretching it out over a long timeline. I love that. Yeah. I think one thing I did with my VIP day is I had to, I decided that it was too much for me in a day. And I actually, I haven't put it on my website yet, but I'm moving it into a two day um, where the first day is like, because mine is an SEO VIP day. And I was like doing all of the research takes one kind of mindset and then switching into actually doing the implementation of the research is totally different. So I felt like it was It was just too much in one day. So I'm doing the research part on day one and then actually taking the research and implementing it on their website on day two. Yeah, I love that. And I agree. I see that a lot with a lot of our students. And I actually have a few other students who they do their VIP, like the VIP day. So these would be like web designers or copywriters where they, the client books the VIP day, but that day is really just for almost like delivery of the project, but the but the service provider is working on it leading up to that day. So one student, for example, I think off the top of my head, she actually builds the website on say like a Monday and a Tuesday, but the VIP day is scheduled for, let's just say Wednesday. And so the client books Wednesday as their VIP day, but they're only really spending a couple of hours with her because she's already done all of the work and she's delivering the work to them on Wednesday. And they're just kind of going back and forth and doing revisions for an hour or two. And then they launch it and it's done because she's done all of the work ahead of time. And that helps her feel like she's not cutting corners or rushing, you know, gives her the time she feels that she needs to be creative and do a really good job. But then the client knows that on that day that they booked, you know, they have like, a couple hours with her, they're going to go back and forth, they're going to revise a few things, and then they're going to get it launched, like within a half day or something. So there's so many different ways that this model can be adapted to suit your specific needs, as you've already discovered with yours too, right? Breaking it down into two days. 
Yeah. And I think, I think that's the key thing. It's like figuring out how it's going to work best for you. Because I know for me, like I, I really needed it to be something where I could just be in my zone of genius. I like, I love just being hyper-focused and just getting it done. And that's what really excited me about VIP days. And yeah, they're just, they're so incredible for your business and for your offer suite and for the client. I think the client benefits are huge. Like I don't really, like at one time I was building a huge team and I realized I don't like having a big team. I would rather hire people who had VIP day offers. Yeah, exactly. Like as somebody like now, that's the only way that I will hire people. I mean, I have a few people, um, ongoing contractors for things like bookkeeping and, you know, that kind of thing. But for anytime I need anything like done in my business, I always look for the person that will get it done in a day. Even if it costs a little bit more, there's so much value in having that VIP treatment and that VIP experience that you get from a VIP day service provider. But even like you were saying, clients loving it, like I don't, in all the years of my design business leading up to VIP days, I can honestly say that I got more amazing testimonials from my VIP day clients than I ever had before. Because all those projects before VIP days, like they would just drag on forever. Like you would say the project is going to take six weeks. And this isn't the case with all different niches and categories, but as a designer, you're waiting for content, you're waiting for photos, you're waiting for copy, you're waiting for all this stuff. And so that original project that was supposed to take six weeks ends up dragging out and it could take six months or more. And then you get to the end and you finally launch the site or whatever. And you're just so like, almost resentful towards the client that it just took so long and something that you had expected to be done in, you know, a month and a half ended up taking six months. And where, and I think the clients are just as frustrated as we, the service providers are, because there's just too much room for delay and error when you spread something out. Whereas if you contain it to a one day or two day project, there's so much less room for error. There's built-in boundaries. Everyone's on deck. Everyone knows what needs to happen in order for it to go off, you know, without a hitch and all of that. And then you end the day and they get what they wanted. You get what you wanted and you get those amazing client testimonials that then you can share with, with your audience, which was a huge selling point for me to be able to sell more VIP days just by getting those amazing testimonials from the clients who were already doing them. And those projects that drag on forever, it's, it's hard to like manage your time and take on more projects when you have like three late projects hanging over your head that you don't know when the client's going to come back with what you're asking for. And then suddenly all three come back at once and then you're overbooked and Yes, exactly. Because you you feel like you're you're in this lull period waiting for clients. And so you take on more clients because you need money because you haven't gotten paid on the clients that are dragging their fee. And so exactly like you said, like you end up in this situation where you have all of these clients and they're at all different stages in the project and like no one's happy, no one's getting anything done on time. And it's just it results in so much frustration. And for me, the other thing was when I was working in that model, I had a VA who was helping me manage all of these projects because they were at all different stages. 
So I was obviously paying for a VA to help me with all of it. But then when I switched over to only offering VIP days, it was like one price, one client, one day at a time. And the entire system was so structured and streamlined and like automated, like all the workflows, the SOPs, like everything was so dialed in that I didn't even need that VA anymore because we automated the entire onboarding and offboarding. And then all I had to do was show up, you know, for a kickoff call and then the day of the intensive and get it done. And then it was over. So there was no need for that VA. And I was able to, you know, I, of course I didn't want to have to let her go, but at the end of the day, it increased my profitability by not needing to have a VA. Yeah. I think that's, it's it's such an amazing model. And I know like I've I've talked to people in my membership and stuff about offering VIP days because a lot of them are service providers who are like, I'm getting burnt out. I'm dealing with awful retainer clients and I'm like so stressed out. And I'm like, why don't you consider a VIP day model? It's it's so much easier to maintain. And I think like one thing I always say on this podcast, I it comes up a lot with different topics, but I always talk about clarity equals confidence. And I think VIP days, because like you said, they're super streamlined and structured. There's no room, like, you know, it's one price, it's one offer, you know exactly what's going to happen. It becomes easier to sell because you're more clear about the offer, who it's for, what they're going to get, what you have to do. And it just, it makes you feel more confident in selling that offer and showing up for those clients every on the VIP day. Like yeah, it, it just, it can transform your whole mindset around sales too. Yeah. And the other thing that it also does like, yeah, like you're saying it's only one offer that you have to market. And so like what I found was that I no longer had to write custom proposals because everybody was getting the same thing. And so it was, a, you know, a 15 minute discovery call, or it was basically my work with me page explained the offer. If they were still not sure, we jump on a call, we talk about it for 10, 15 minutes, and they know whether they want it or not. There's no need for me to hang up from the discovery call, go back to, you know, go do the research, spend two hours writing a proposal, send it to them, go back and forth. Like, this is the offer. This is how much it costs. Do you want it? Yes or no. And yes, okay, book here. And then it's done. Like you eliminate that whole custom proposal and all of that back and forth process that's typically that, you know, a lot of service providers typically find themselves doing when they are either nickel and diming customers for every little thing or writing, you know, doing custom packages and custom projects and all of that that comes with, with that customized work. So it, I have a question about like when it comes to trying to come up with your VIP day offer. One thing I always think about, and this is something that I struggled with when I first started offering VIP days myself was I want to over deliver and it's not good for my time management or going over the day or giving way too much. And what are your thoughts around somebody who maybe struggles with that kind of mindset around VIP days? Like, oh, I'm going to over deliver, or I don't know how much I can actually get done in a day. And yeah, there's a lot of ways to kind of go about this. And this is probably, this is like the number one thing that we teach inside. It's, it's pretty much module one of our course. And we also have 
a smaller like workshop that we teach where we help people figure this out. But what I will say is the first thing you want to do or for your audience to do is think about one or two clients that you're maybe working with right now and block off your calendar, block off maybe four hours in your day to focus on one project, one client, one thing, and just time yourself and see how long things are actually taking you when you're not multitasking, jumping from one client to the next or email to client to social media. You know, when you're jumping all over the place, it's very hard to get an accurate, like an accurate count of how long things are taking you. But if you can commit to four hours and just block it off, you'll see how much you can get done. And then obviously we want to under promise so that we can over deliver. So I always say that I teach all of my students, you don't want to guarantee deliverables unless it is something that you're doing that does not require your client's input at all. So if you just have like a a project that you do and your client doesn't need to do any work in order for you to make it happen, then you should know how long it's going to take you. And then you can decide if that's what you want your VIP day to be. But for people who are doing more creative services like design, copy, I mean, there's so many different things out there, but when you need your client's input, that's going to affect how much you can really get done in an allotted amount of time, right? So some clients are going to ask for five changes or five revisions. Some clients are going to have no changes and those clients, you're going to be able to get more done because they're not asking you for revisions throughout the day. So I always say, you know, think of what's realistic, like what can you realistically get done provided your clients are available, responsive, do the work that they need to do, and like what an average amount of revision requests might look like, and figure that out first, and then, you know, cut it down a little bit. Especially for your first few VIP days, you can always like increase over time. So when I first started offering them like as an official offer, after I had the first few test clients, I said I could do a two to three page simple website in a day. And, you know, the first major, like not major, the first official client that booked me for a website, I, I told her I could do two to three pages. I ended up getting four pages done. So that was great. It was a little bit of a stretch. I felt kind of rushed, but I made it happen. I got it done. Um, and she was a pretty simple, easy client who did not ask for a whole lot of revisions. And then as time went on, the more I did websites in a day, I was able to get faster and more efficient. And I was able to like start using different tools that would make speed up my workflow. And by the time I was doing VIP days, you know, two or three years later, I was doing seven or eight pages in a day, just because I got better and faster from doing them. So you can always start with a simpler offer that can expand later on. And your price is going to reflect that. So my first VIP day was $750. And then I was doing $3,000 VIP days, you know, 18 months later, because I evolved as someone who could work faster in a day. The other thing I will say is that some people are multi-passionate and can do a lot of things. And they're like, well, I could do this in a day, or I could do this in a day, or I could do this. And they have like eight different things that they could get done in a day. And so for someone like that, my suggestion is to do more like a day rate style punch list where you kind of show the customer 
or the client or the prospect, like here are, you know, all of the things that we could potentially get done in a day. Obviously we can't do them all, but let's look at this list and let's prioritize what, you know, what needs to happen first, then what needs to happen, then what needs to happen. And you basically build out a priority list with your client and you start at the top and you work through it and you just let the client know, you know what, we're going to get done as much as we can do in one day and whatever we don't get done, you can always book another day and another day or even a half day. And so that's worked really well for people who have a lot of different things that they like to do and they can't really you know, narrow it down to just like one core VIP day, you know, package or offer. Yeah, that that's totally me. I did that initially. And then I was like, I feel like as much as I am multi-passionate, I, I wanted to have like a clear structure and pathway. So that's why I switched it to the SEO VIP day. I was like, this is my, my bread and butter. And like, I, I have this process down and can do this like super efficiently but I do miss the the multi-passionate. So I may do something similar to that again, that has all the other things that I do. Well, and the thing is like when you do, when you start off with that kind of punch list style VIP day and you do a whole bunch of them, you like you discovered what it is that you you have a really good system for and that you're really effective and efficient at. And so that becomes your VIP day over time. But for Everyone's just getting started and you're like, I don't know. I'm good at a lot of things. I don't know. Just like mm-hmm. do the punch list and it will come to you over time. You will figure out what you're the best at, what people are asking you for the most, what you have a good framework for. And then the other good thing about that is then you finally kind of become known for a specific, a much more like narrow niche offer. And that makes your marketing a whole lot easier as well. Yeah, I love that. And I think like as a client, I really love when there's the opportunity to do multiple things, potentially, like if I can give a list and then we prioritize things and then start to work through them, like that just makes me feel like even if we get two or three things done, I I feel like way more accomplished at the end of the day with the, with the service provider versus feel like sometimes when it's so niche down, I have to have like everything in particular. Yeah. And in like, you, you know, that you get to the end of the day, you've crossed off some things off the list and then you're, you can just book them for another day later on, whenever you're ready to get back to the list and get more done. So I always found it to be super effective when I did it that I like, I loved doing it. And that was my first VIP day was that client who came to me with a whole list of things that she wanted on her website and her blog. And then she wanted me to so it was like blog updates, website updates. And then she's like, oh, and can you help me switch from MailChimp to Active Campaign? And so obviously that has nothing to do with the website I created for her, but it was something that I knew how to do and I could help her with. And so it was really easy to say, okay, let's just add it to the list and let's put it in the spot, you know, in the, in the right priority spot and we'll get to it when we get to it. And so she was able to get all of these random things done and she was so happy And I was so happy because she paid me, you know, at the time I thought $750 was amazing for one day of work. Yeah. And so it just kind of evolved from there. Yeah. Let's, let's, can we talk about pricing for VIP days? Cause I know like as somebody who does a lot of searching for people to hire for VIP days too, there's a, a wide variety. I feel like sometimes people struggle to, to price their VIP day. 
Yeah, it's definitely, there's such a huge range now. I know people charging $500. I know people charging $10,000. So I would say your price, your starting price really needs to be based on your level of your skills and your experience. And if you're one or two years in business and you don't feel like you are an expert at the thing that you do, but you know you're good enough to, to get the job done, but maybe you're not an expert yet, well, then you're you're probably going to want to start like on the lower end. But then there's people who have been maybe a copywriter who's been writing in corporate or wherever for 20 years and you know, has the level of skill and the the ability to get it to get a lot of copy written in a day, then that person can come out of the gate charging 2,500 or 3K for a VIP day. So it really just depends on your, your years of experience and how much you can really accomplish in a day. If you're the type of person that still needs to go to YouTube to look up how you do things, then that's an indication that you're not ready to charge higher VIP day prices yet. But that doesn't mean that you can't have a VIP day. You're just going to start charging a lower rate. So I'll just give you my own kind of timeline of pricing. So when I started in 2018, my first, well, my very first one was $500. And then I was charging $750 for a few months. And I remember my coach at the time telling me I was crazy for charging $750 and I needed to at least be charging $1,000. And I was like, you're crazy. Nobody's going to pay me $1,000 for a day of my time. Like I just, it wasn't registering for me. And so what I had to do was charge, uh, do a handful of them at $750 And in order for my brain to see, oh, yeah, people will pay $750 for your day. You are worth it. Your work, your results are worth it. And you should be charging more. And so I raised it to $1,000 and people kept booking. And I continued to stay booked out at $1,000. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I need to charge a little bit more. So then I would raise it again. And I think I went up to like $1,500. People continued to book. People you know, I continue to stay booked out. And so it took that like gradual increase. And for me to see that just because my price was a little higher, didn't mean that people weren't going to pay me, like weren't going to book me. But as I was gradually increasing my rates over that first 12 months or so, I was also getting better and better and faster. And just like my work spoke more for the prices I was charging. And so I went up to, I ended up going up to $3,000 for a day. And then I finally kind of hung up my designer hat in 2021 when I went all in on teaching the business model as opposed to doing design work. So that's where I left it. But it took me about 18 to 24 months to go from $750 days to $3,000 days. And I felt very confident at every single stage of that like accelerated increase. So I, I hope that kind of answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I love the, like, as you get more experience, as you get more comfortable with the process, um, definitely increase your rates. Like I was just looking at somebody who I think I had my first VIP day with them as a client, as a copywriter. And I think I booked that VIP day like two years ago and 
it was, I think $1,200. And I went to look at her website and it's still $1,200. And I was like, what do you, no, you should have raised your price. It's been two years. Yes. She definitely needs to raise her price. Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say is that, oh, actually I just lost my train of thought. So I was thinking of something when you were just saying that it'll come back to me. You keep talking. Yeah. That always happens. I would love for you to share some of your resources because I know you have a lot of amazing resources for people who are interested in learning more about VIP days. Yeah. Oh, actually, my thought just came back to me. Let me share that. So the other way, like the other reason I really encourage people to start at a lower price is so that they have the leverage to increase their prices over time and use a little bit of that urgency and scarcity. Like, hey, my prices are going up on April 1st. Make sure you lock in now at this rate before my price goes up. So that helps to kind of lock in some clients for the upcoming quarter so that when you do raise your prices, you don't have that scarcity feeling of like, oh my gosh, I just raised my prices and I have nobody, I have no clients. So I always recommend start low so that you can use scarcity and urgency to slowly increase your prices. But also like when you're first starting out, if you come out of the gate with a higher, with a price point, that's a little bit too high for, or I mean, it's hard to say like what is too high, but if you come out with a price that is higher you might have a hard time, and you've never done a VIP day before, you might have a hard time getting those first few clients because your price is higher and you have no VIP day social proof or testimonials. So if you start with a lower price and get just like three clients in at that lower price point, and you're going to get those testimonials, you're going to get that social proof, you're going to get, you're going to really personally learn how it feels, what's doable in a day, even though you might not be making quite as much as you're hoping in that day, you're learning so much in the process and you're getting those testimonials so that you can raise your price a little bit and bring in more clients. So it's just kind of using that social proof as leverage and the scarcity to gradually raise your prices over time. So I just wanted to yeah, it was kind of in the back of my mind and I couldn't quite like think of yeah. it. You're talking. Yeah. That's a really good point. Cause I, I actually did that when I first offered VIP days and it was like a punch list. I was like, I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't really know what I'm going to actually be able to get done. So I actually did three beta clients first. And I was like, this is a new offer. I'm testing it. I'm refining my onboarding process and the forms and all of that. So you're going to get it at a huge introductory, incredible rate. And I got three amazing testimonials and the experience of going through the actual process, which I think is a really good idea. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So what you were asking about resources, I think after Yes. Yeah. So resources, I, so I have a handful of resources. I've been teaching VIP days to fellow service providers, freelancers, consultants, solopreneurs since 2019. And so in that time, we have created a ton of obviously trainings, workshops, resources. Right now, my, the best way for anyone who's considering, well, I have two kind of entry points. So I have the zero investment entry point, and then I have the low price, you know, entry point. And um, I do have a free checklist, which is incredibly valuable for people who are just like hearing about this for the first time and 
have no idea if it's something they even want to do, that free checklist is a great place to just kind of start because it's more than just a simple checklist. It's pretty detailed and it includes a lot of information about what you need in order to like kind of what you need to have in place in your business in order to be successful with a day rate or a VIP day offer. So that's one way that people could just, you know, check it out and see if it's something they're interested in. And then I also have a workshop. It's called Launch Your VIP Day. It's an on-demand, low-ticket workshop. Um, It takes about two hours to go through the trainings and it includes a whole bunch of bonuses. And it's really those first few steps of launching, you know, creating an offer, how to price your offer. I include my pricing calculator as well as another another formula for calculating your starting price. And then also how to pitch it to you know those first few beta clients. So I have swipe, uh, swipe files in there for pitching and a couple other little goodies are in there. And so that is the Launcher VIP Day workshop. And then of course I do have the signature program, but I don't really recommend that for anybody unless they've gone through you know, either the checklist or the workshop to start. I love that. Yeah. And I, I think like the workshop is so valuable. Like there's so much in there. Yes. I think for anyone who is, you know, considering VIP days, or even if you've done a few, but aren't really confident in what you've put out the offer, definitely the workshop I think is, is going to give you a lot more clarity. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of great information in there. And we also, so it was a live workshop that we ran. So this is kind of the replay, but we include all of the Q and A calls from the live one. And so there's so much value just in listening to other people ask questions and hearing, you know, my response and like solutions to all different problems that, that come up, you know, inevitably for people as they're embarking on this business model. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. We're going to have all of the links in the show notes so you can go get the checklist, check out the workshop, learn more about Sarah and connect with her. This was great. I think so many people are going to love this and I just love more people offering VIP days because I love buying them as well. (laughs) Yes. Everybody needs to have a VIP day. I feel like we're in this VIP day revolution yeah. And I would love to get to know anybody, you know, anybody listening to this, if you guys have any other questions too, just I'm, I'm an open book. So please don't hesitate to find me, you know, via the links in the show notes, and I'm happy to chat more. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. It was so great to connect with you. Thanks, Tara. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.